Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. Can I trust my mind? Welcome to another episode of Life's Inside Track with Yetta Decker and Ken Decker, where we're excited to share techniques, thoughts, tools, tips, and even tactics with you so that you can turn our house into our home, families thrive, and we live the best life possible. Absolutely not. You cannot trust your mind. <laughs> That's funny, Yetta. It's truth. Like, seriously, you can't. There's something called the multiple perspective advantage. But then if I have a multiple perspective advantage, can I not trust it? No, because you can be thinking at the same time as you're seeing. And so there's some confusion that can take place. You think? You think I could be confused? I've seen you confused before. (laughs) So what are we going to learn in this episode? What we're going to learn is exactly how you can use your multiple perspective Mm -hmm. advantage to your advantage. Isn't that cool? Right. So we have the ability, like... Our creator was so brilliant. He gave us the ability to be here with you right now and and be present with you because we actually like look straight through the camera so we can see you and connect with you. And sometimes we look at each other so that you're joining in on our conversation. And, and if you're on the radio, the we're looking us. right through the mic at you. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Because we do video YouTube at the same time as we are doing audio for CHRI and for our podcast. So it's kind of neat. So it's kind of like that. We're doing two things. Yeah, it kind of is. We're doing two things at the same time Mm -hmm. that are connected, but they're coming from, we're coming at it from a different angle. So we have perspective. Right. Right. So this is when you have, you know, that voice going in your head, you're talking to yourself. But then you have another part of your brain that's kind of observing what you're saying and going, "Mm, that might not be nice to say that or that. It's, it can be that filter when you're, when you're thinking something and another part of your brain goes, nope, don't say that out loud. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. That's where we get different sections of the brain communicating to the other sections of the brain. It's fascinating. It is. And so what are we supposed to do about that? Learn to use it to our advantage. Learn to, like, don't think you're crazy because you hear voices in your head. You are designed to hear voices in your head. They're your voices. They're your brain speaking. Because even God, when he wanted to create things, he spoke them into existence. Without language, there is no creativity. So our language in our head, when we're listening to ourselves, that's how we create, that's how we we yeah. check our, our check our pulse, so to speak, whether our thinking is stinking thinking or it's great thinking or we're, we're in a cycle, we're stuck on something. There's another part of the brain goes, hey, you're stuck on the rinse cycle there. Maybe we should pause that. Which is really neat. And before I learned this, I would sometimes think I was literally going crazy. Like there is a little plaque I have in my office upstairs that says, I'm out of my mind. I'll be back in five minutes. And it wouldn't always be five minutes. It would sometimes be a little longer than that. 
So knowing that I wasn't going crazy, that my mind was actually protecting me and giving me access to information I didn't otherwise have access to from another part of my brain. So they work together to keep us moving forward and getting access to information we otherwise wouldn't have had access to. And an amazing author where we learned a lot of this information. I love sitting at her feet quite a few years. Well, 10 years ago, maybe I sat at her feet for a week and learned. And that is Dr. Caroline Leaf. She has written a lot of books about the multiple perspective advantage and incorporates them into her programs. And I did her program for over a year. And it really helped rewire the thinking, as Ken referred to a minute ago, that was stinking thinking and learn to use my multiple perspective for my advantage. Mm. And if you're thinking maybe sometimes your thinking's a little off and it can be caused it can be caused by environment, it can be caused by illness, it can be caused by food intake, it can be caused by lack of sleep. There's so many different things or lack can, of water even that can affect yeah. our brain. Yeah, our brain runs on sugar and water. So why not jump on our website, doubledecker.life, and check out our 31 Life Step journey. It helps bring clarity to mind. It helps bring clarity to body, soul, and finances. And it really helps to give a life exponential. Absolutely. And so digging into embracing. So the word I came up with was embracing what your brain is doing rather than thinking that you're losing your mind like embrace the fact that you got another thought that can help you process what you're about to say right or even what you're saying so that you can mm -hmm. backtrack you can't, you can't really squeeze words back in just like you can't you know squeeze toothpaste back in a toothpaste tube very easily and yet your multiple perspective advantage can stop you from going out too far and getting into trouble. <laughs> That's true. And yeah, so so be aware of this. In your next few days, think about when you actually think about what you're thinking. Right. Right? It's like or you're you're listening to somebody and then you say, ooh, that you're still listening. And yet your brain is set is picked up on something or it's off on a little tangent or maybe it's directly connected to what your person's saying and it's formulating how you're going to speak next. And one of the things that we learned from our, our speaking coach was that as you develop your your brain and what you want to say and how you're going to say it and being present with the person, you actually get mastery by stopping thinking about it. You know that saying, you're in your head, and that's why you can't remember something, you can't remember a line, because you got in your head, you're thinking about what you're going to say, as opposed to just letting it flow. So letting it flow, have you found at times, we'd love to hear from you and have you just share when you have allowed it to flow, and what other methodologies have you embraced or dug into that have helped you Keep your brain clear because the whole point of this conversation isn't to confuse you because I have a feeling we might have done that a little bit. That's why I recommended you give Caroline Leaf's website and it's L-E-A-F as in leaf. 
website at uh, checkout because she goes much deeper. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's books and books and books that she's written on it. And yet it gives so much clarity when you can actually look at what you're saying and think about what you're saying at the same time. Because we want to be present with the person we're with. Yeah. And it's not just what you're saying out loud. What's your brain saying inside? What's the chatter? You know, you see those little cartoons where there's a like a devil on one and an angel on the other and they're talking to you. That's your multiple perspective. Your brain has different stories going on at the same time. Maybe you've had a dream. When you wake up after a dream and you feel like you're, you know, your heart's racing, if it was you were chasing somebody or something, it's amazing how your emotions are affected by even your dream life because your emotions are all attached to your thinking. And so digging back in and recalibrating, those dreams have thrown me off more often than not. Poor Ken doesn't know what's come at him. I'm angry, I'm upset, and really it was just a dream, but it shifts. And so I have to use my multiple perspective advantage to get back into reality. So once you know something, you can't unknow mm. it. So it's interesting. Yes, you can forget stuff. But once you know something that's going to change your life or has the ability to change your life, you can't unknow what you just learned. Filter, delete, distort. Filter, delete, distort. Filter, delete, distort. Okay, we're going to say welcome because we're excited that we've been able to create for you free access to over 503 life inside track episodes where we share insider tips building wealth strategies to make the most out of your investments and your life and making your house home great news is you get access to them from home from the office or on the go and what are you doing i'm filtering deleting and distorting my memories okay i'm so processing out loud Okay, so in this episode, what we're going to learn is how your brain filter, deletes, and distorts all the time. And we don't even know it. We don't even have to put effort into it. No, because we think whatever we've got is truth. I know. And that's why when you go and, you know, they, they examine witnesses of an accident or something, you'll get varied stories they're looking for the same theme but a good investigator knows that everybody will not have the same story because they filter delete and distort and if they all have the exact same story then they know it was contrived isn't that fascinating to think that if you actually get it right with a group of people that means you're not telling the truth it was made up yeah, how fascinating is that? Because the brain automatically, and so let's give you some examples of that. So when you have an event, because of our own experiences and our past and our history and who we are and the things we believe and the things we don't believe, we actually distort the truth according to align with what we know it needs to be. Mm -hmm. So that's our history, our bias mm -hmm. will affect how we perceive something right so it distorts it and sometimes may even make it so bad like you and i there's been oh, times no. where you and i you, you'll say something yeah 
And I think I said it like two weeks later. I go, well, I said that. You go, no, no, I said it. Like my mind is just boggled that I can think I said something. I heard it because you said it, but I think I said it. And how do we and know that I'm right and you're not? We don't. That's the issue. <laughs> <laughs> so distorting is something we just naturally do, right? It is the matrix. So being aware that that happens for everybody, we've now learned to go, okay, that's fine. If you want to own that quote or that thought or that saying. So that's why you see most of our quotes out there now with both our names on them. Because that we don't know who said it. We don't know who said it. We know one of us said it, and then we developed it, and then we explored it, and we know it came out of our our environment Mm -hmm. because it's mostly in the tranquility room that wisdom flows out of our mind and our brain and our pages and stuff. And you know, this caused so many fights when we were younger. God, one now, but very, very many when we were younger, because I would have my version of the event, right. And you'd have your version of the event, mm-hmm. and we would get historical in our discussions. And the truth is, your reality, even if it's wrong, is your reality, and it's right to you. Truth. That took a decade or two for me to get hold of and oh. accept that your reality is your reality, even if it is the direct opposite to my truth. It's your reality, and I have to respect it. That's awesome. I'm really excited we've gotten there. <laughs> so now let's talk about filtering. What would you say about mm. filtering? Well, filtering is a little part on the brain. It's down near the back. It's called the RAS, the reticulator activating system. The problem is there is a gazillion. I'll use that word because I don't it's know how many that word. is. I know. That's why I don't know how many it is. But there's millions of particles of information that are mm-hmm. flowing past your eyes, your ears, your your, your temperature, your all your senses, right? All your right? senses, all five, six. And your brain would be overloaded if it took it all in. So the RAS, reticular activator system, is a part of your brain that tells your brain what's important to you. And so you see that. Like for me, if I buy a new car, and it's a certain color, suddenly I start seeing those cars all over the place in that color night, and I'd never noticed them before. Well, and we, true, and we found it a lot with our real estate clients. When people are in the process of buying or selling, that's when they introduce us to the most people that they know that are also buying and selling. And the reason for that is they're in the mode. So their brain, the reticular activating system, is tuned into other people that are buying and selling and investing in real estate. Mm-hmm. When they're not in the process of doing it, we get way less introductions mm-hmm. because it's when you're in the midst of doing it yourself that you're in tune with hearing and seeing and sensing and experiencing other people like you're aware of it. You become so acutely aware. Even for us, when we're looking at property in a certain area, we'll see the signs there where we might not have seen the signs there before. It works with anything that you are interested in. You know, it's an easy one is if you're in a a party and it's noisy, everyone's talking, okay? That's kind of the atmosphere that's hitting the brain. But someone says your name across the room, your brain will go, huh, what? They're talking about me. 
right? It's because mm-hmm. your brain knows your name is important to you. Mm-hmm. And have you, when you were pregnant oh. a couple years back? Yeah, a few years back, because the joke is I'm pregnant now, which I'm clearly not. It's not a possibility. <laughs> However, it seems to have been a joke like 10 times in the last week. And yeah, I, don't I don't know why, know why that why is. It's funny. It's not funny. Because no. you don't look pregnant. No, I hope not. So anyway, all that to say is when you're pregnant or when you've just had a baby or you have a toddler, you see so many of the same, same stage of life that you wouldn't have seen if you weren't there. So Mm. that's the filtering mechanism. So you can probably relate to in your own life something that you have kind of focused on and now you see a ton of that in the real world. Yeah. Now, this is so powerful that a university did a study. And what they did was they had a group of people in Mm. a room and they had some uh, people bouncing a basketball back and forth, back and forth. And they were told that they needed to count the number of times that the basketball was passed back and forth or hit the ground or whatever it was. So they're focused on that. And that's what their RAS said was important to them. Because they were told it was. So they turned on their RAS. Their RAS was Mm -hmm. full, like fully engaged. And then they had a tall person dressed up in a gorilla suit. And that person walked I think even twice yeah walked past the people in the in the background walked past them and then came back and then they asked the people did you notice anything strange while you were counting the basketballs first of all they asked them how many times it hit and then they said did you see anything strange and the majority of people did not see the gorilla walk behind the people well i didn't i did i watched the same video yeah so it's out there so if you want to test it well, the Go. problem is you can't now because you know the gorilla is going to walk. Oh, yeah. But so you can test it on your friends. Oh, you test it on your friends. That's <laughs> way fun because your brain won't actually see what's there and if something else is important to you. So it actually works as a filter. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to see more amazing insights around this sort of stuff, go to YouTube, but also go to the Life's Inside track on the Decker team and the Double Decker Life YouTube channel because we'll talk about this and other fascinating brain mechanisms right there. Yeah, so you'll want to subscribe so you get oh, notification yeah. when we put up a new video. You'll get notification. You can go and watch it. How do I master my mindset if it seems to have a will of its own? <laughs> We've enjoyed for over 30 years not only coming alongside you to buy, sell, and invest in real estate – over 3,117 times, we've come alongside you to have more fun, to build your faith, to build your finances, and even to build your relationships, flourishing even greater in them. So really 30 years of helping you build your home, your business, and your life. You know, it's a super question. How do you reel it in? So in this episode, what we're going to learn is how you can reel in your brain when it Mm. may be taking on a life of its own, going in a direction you hadn't planned. Yeah, going in a direction you don't want. And we're going to just talk about the pause and delete. And when I talk about delete, I also want to mention that, you know, when we were talking earlier about your brain will filter. Mm -hmm and distort, mm-hmm. it will also delete. And you can delete it manually or it will delete automatically. Like sometimes 
it will delete information like I don't remember someone's name. Somebody deleted is forgotten. But it will also delete things mm. where there's trauma involved. Like we remember things when there's emotion. That's one of the best ways to remember, right? Yeah, attach emotion to it. Right. It, because if you don't have emotion to it, it's like your brain doesn't need to store it. So it can delete it. It's almost like you don't really care about that information. Exactly. So That's why I hardly remember anything. Because I just don't care. <laughs> you make yourself so sound callous. Oh, so, uh, I know, I know. Callous, and you're not. And so the interesting thing is things like trauma, like childbirth, Women would only have one child if they remembered how painful it was. Right. So our brain will delete and it'll also distort the amount of pain. So, I mean, the delete, the distort and the filter work together and yet they are different functions. Yeah. And sometimes the pleasure of holding a baby overrides the pain of getting there. Right. Exactly. And so the other piece we we're going to talk about was deleting and pausing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let me, let me just back up a track okay. for a second. Okay, go ahead. Back so, up a track. So emotion. A step. Emotion is back up a step. Emotion can drive things deep into your memory, right? Into your cells almost because you can, if you remember the emotion, you get the same sensations in your body. You get the memory mm -hmm. comes back up, right? Yes. You can live that. I know you can. I know I You're can. You're a pro at can it. Can you? I mean, in the past, I used to do it and not know what was happening and then kind of freak myself out and freak Ken out. Like, have you ever found yourself just like back there? Like somebody says something and it's like it was 30 years ago. You thought, like you have dealt with it. You've forgiven. You've processed. You've moved on. You're good. And yet something happens. A smell is one of those things that will often trigger us. Right? A smell. But it can be a good emotion as well. Yeah, I know. But I was thinking about the ones that cause me to cry that are not tears of joy, <laughs> that are tears of sadness yes. and frustration I shouldn't and pain laugh at and that, anger. Really, I? No, you really ought not. <laughs> anyway, and maybe that's happened for you too. Just know that it is the way our brain is actually wired. We're meant to do that. Mm -hmm. So now that when it happens, I just ask for 60 seconds, 90 seconds. I'll say to Ken, just pause. It's not that you've really done anything right now. It's just there's something that's just triggered an old emotion that is sitting in my very body that I don't even understand. And I just want to get present to it so that I can thank it and then I can move on. I got a question for you. Yes. What's five times five? 25. What's nine times eight? <laughs> I don't know. Really? 72. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say 72, but I didn't trust What's myself. What's nine times nine? Uh, Come on, go with, yeah, see, go with, yeah, yeah. go with what comes. I know, okay? I did see 72, I did d so, so why do you know those things? Because I memorized them as a kid. And how did you memorize them? I had to do them again and again and again and, and again. again. Yeah. Right. And can you rhyme off the ABCs? Yeah, I could. Can you start a little bit? Don't have to do the oh, whole thing. Oh, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Okay. Is that so, far enough? So why do you remember that? Repetition. Right. So here's the issue. Sometimes our brain repeats things that are not to our advantage and is creating a super highway to that thought. That's why the numbers come quick. You know, seven times seven, 49. It's just 
Because it was ingrained in our brain over and over and over again. There was a super highway created to mm -hmm. that answer. Yes. Because it's important to us because we did it so often. Right. And yet, did you notice I, I hesitated because I don't, I don't even know why I hesitated. I knew it was 72. That is the first number that popped into my brain and that I didn't trust myself. So, I mean, that's another interesting thing we want to be aware of is if we're not trusting ourselves, what is that? Mm. Mm. I'm not, that's above my pay grades for, <laughs> I'm not analyzing yeah, not. you. You can go get help for that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. We won't go down that road. But it's a fascinating question. It isn't is a it? fascinating question. Like, what was that? And so we can get stuck, you know, like a record we used to, or even a CD player used to get stuck. Now we're on MP3s. We don't get stuck the same. But they used to get stuck, a needle would get stuck in a, yeah, in a, in a group, and it would play way. over and over and over. Or your and mother, over again. what she told you, played over and over <laughs> and over again. Yeah. Uh -huh. Or you beat yourself up because you did something you didn't want to do, and now you play that result or the consequence over and over and over again. So you're creating a super highway to that depressing thought. So how can we stop that? Is the question. And you can do the stop it video, you know, what was his name that did that? Uh, Bob Newhart. Bob Newhart. So if Just, you haven't seen the stop it video, you will actually want to go watch it because it's rather hysterical. We're not going to give away the punchline right here, right now, because it's fun to explore that and watch it with a friend, someone else that hasn't seen it because it will. It should make you laugh. It certainly made me laugh. Yeah. And I even have trauma attached to the word stop it. I know. And it still made me laugh. It finally, that allowed me to say stop it now because you found it funny. Uh, we had to rewrite that programming. Yep. And so the, then the, the beauty here is there's a technique to stop that cycle of that negative talk. And it's called pause, delete reset. So how would we do that? And you can even say it out loud. You can touch you can touch your, you know, your your left thigh with the pause button. Cuz mm -hmm. just think of the big ghetto blasters they used to be called, you know, the big <laughs> and boom And if you're boxes. younger, you may have never seen a ghetto blaster, but if you go back to probably the or 90s, you have a cassette player. Do you know what mm -hmm. a cassette is? It has a pause button and a stop and Mm -hmm. You could record, and if you recorded over top of something, you lost what was previously on the tape. And so you can hit pause on that thought, then hit delete, mm -hmm. and replace it with another thought. That's the reset you need to put. But if you have a physical trigger or a physical anchor, it's anchor. called. Yeah. So you can push your, and you can be doing it. In front of people, they won't even know you're doing it. You just use your index finger. You press the pause on your left leg. Press the play of a new thing on your right leg. Right. And for it's me, amazing. it is amazing. And what I've been doing is in the inside of my palm of my hand, right? Just kind of mm -hmm. press from the right hand to the left hand for pause and then the other for play. And it actually shifts what I, the loop that I had running. It causes me just to slow down just enough to get control. Yeah. And you know what the beauty is, Jetta? What? We had five items to talk to you <laughs> on this segment, <laughs> and we got one. 
So the beauty <laughs> is you'll get four more on another show. And so we invite you, if you're thinking this is fascinating stuff, we invite you to check out the 31 Life Step Journey and on our website. And we are grateful to be your partners on the journey, even when we don't get it all out, because it's fun learning together. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.